you can kick your fancy ales, you can take them by the flagon, but the only food for the craven too comes from the green dragon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Green Dragon Podcast. I'm your host, Matt, and I have here with me today, David. Greetings. Jeremy. Greetings as well. And Kylie. Just hang on one sec, Matt. Why do you always leave me to last? I don't know. I just go around clockwise. Always clockwise. Yeah. If you no, want to go first, sit on my left. I shouldn't sit on your right, evidently. Yeah, We obviously. can swap seats if you like. No, no, it's okay. I We're creatures of habit. Same seating arrangements every time. So today we are talking about the rest of the FAQs, or yes. some more of the FAQs at the very least. We're going to go straight into it, I think, because there are still a lot to get through. And just a peek behind the curtain, as we did last time. Another peek Man, this took us a long time to go through. Yeah. We are, we are not smashing through it at all. I thought this would be a one and done, but Listen, here we go. I'm impressed if you listened to that whole last episode. I'm very impressed. We went off on a few tangents. I had my head in my hands a few times thinking, are we ever going to finish this? But a lot of them weren't tangents. A lot of them were legitimate discussions. Yeah, no fair. Let's go. Can Elendil, oh, this is from the Kingdoms of Men, can Elendil ever call a heroic strike, as Narsal means he is potentially always calling a heroic combat, page 41? The answer is yes, Elendil calling a free heroic combat with Narsal is optional, it is completely fine for him to choose not to call this free heroic combat, and instead spend a might point to call a heroic strike. Yes, and this is a pre, like, it may be a precinct, maybe not, but you choose to do a heroic combat, you don't have to. Yes. That's right. I, there is one instance where I'd say that is not true, and that is the shield bearer, yeah, the dwarf yeah, shield must. bearer. Yeah, but they say it in the rules. You have exactly. To. Yep. Whereas, Elindor, for example, you might be surrounded by eight guys. You cannot actually kill them all. You don't have to call the heroic combat. But right. you can if you want to. You can if you want to. Yeah. Well, it I, does make the combat go first, but sometimes you don't want it to go first. True, true. You, you might want to You might want to get time for your Ent to go and knock them all out of the way. Or peel a few guys off with one of your other heroic combats. Yes, yes. Again, this Maybe. happened. This happened at Clash. Uh, Thorin decided not to use his heroic free heroic combat because he didn't want that combat to go first because he wanted the ban effect to stay around. I had the same thing. It was because yeah. he didn't want Bolg to copy it repeatedly. Ah, yes, very <laughs> good. All right, the next one from. So that was the only one from Kingdoms of Men. Good, good clarification. Good book. Good book. Well done, Mordor. If Sauron has the one ring and suffers more than one wound that would otherwise destroy him, how many rolls would he make for the one ring to sustain him on one wound? Page 17. Answer. You roll for each wound that Sauron suffers. Fantastic. But wait. There's more. This is so good. This Sauron, I like this FAQ. They've made Sauron as we expect. Can Sauron use might points for the one ring? Yes. 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 No more dying with three might in your hand and you roll the, the one. No. You've got to use all more- his might. You're more likely to roll ones because you now keep taking heaps and heaps and heaps and heaps. Which heaps of I think it's fair enough. Like, like if you if you cop in those wounds, you got to save them. It's not just yeah. Basically, yeah. this is a reneg, but reneg back to the one ring rules. It, it reminds me of when we actually used to use Sauron. Yeah, Could yeah. You, yeah. You can I, just see him screaming defiance as all these elves pour over him and chip tiny bits of damage off him and drain his power, and he's like ah. I like how you move forward and doing the R instead of the rest of it. I'm trying to wave you the whole thing. Yeah, that's that's how you get the volume gain. You move closer to the Poor Matt. I feel so sorry for you, Matt. Oh, no. Take that, future me. If the betrayer is riding a fell beast and runs the model as a part of a brutal power attack, does he reroll all fell to wound rolls against the rendered model as a result of the Bane of King special rule? The answer is no. Once again, rending is not strikes. You don't get any benefits for strikes. Which is just in this FAQ. That's a new thing, but yes, absolutely. And because that rule was so fun to read, I'm going to read it again. If the betrayer is riding a fell beast and hurls a model as a part of a brutal power attack, does he reroll all fail to wound rolls against the hurled model or and or 
Any other models the Herald model passes through as a result of his Bane King special rule? No. 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 I actually, I remember seeing the debate about this whole thing. It was actually a pretty heated discussion on one of the forums about all these brutal power attacks and do you count them? And I remember actually being a little bit shocked initially saying, well, of course you do, but it got ruled the exact opposite way I thought it would. Can and pro- just... probably for the better too. Yeah, no, it yeah, is yeah. for the better, yeah. Can you just picture the betrayer picking up a model, dunking it in poison and then throwing it at other models to get the poison re-roll against the other models that you've hit? David, you make everything work. That anything can be justified. First the of law all, of it David. was the, the, the piercing fell beast hurling a model whose head been taken off in the past. Then it was the dunking and poison. Yeah, Man. you've just got to carry a large barrel of poison with you. How are you, you not go. writing your own fiction? That'd be a great conversion for, say, like a troll drummer or something. Instead of drums, just carrying around a vat of poison. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Can Gothmog's Master of Battle special rule be used after Gothmog has already performed a heroic action in that same phase? Page 24. No. 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 A model may only call a single heroic action each phase. Makes sense. Yeah, but it also is optional. You don't have to use it. So I know as a Master of Battle player with the new Azog's Legion, I think it is, where you get your leader with this special rule, people try and drag it out. They try and do the... They want to strike against you, so they keep calling heroic combats around you and you just go, no. No thanks, no thanks, no thanks. And then they strike you. Yeah, sure, I'll take the strike. Thank you very much. Can Gothmog use his Master of Battle special rule to make use of Grinner's swap with me heroic action? <laughs> now, <laughs> we're so good. The answer here is no. Because he's not a goblin. But I, I have to question, why on earth <laughs> is swap with me a heroic action? Why? What yeah. is the point? Because it has really interesting and unique applications in the shooting phase. It could quite easily have been a special rule. Like the Master of Lake Town. That's n- like the Master of Lake Town. He doesn't have a heroic action. He just spends might on it. Exactly. Exactly like that. Except with Grinner's heroic It makes swap it, it makes a difference with the order, doesn't it? Because it's not a heroic yeah. action that occurs at the start. So you might be able to heroic combat at Grinner before he gets to swap. Whereas a special rule, and you, you can make. only do it three times as well as the big thing. Plus, yeah. if you've ever, ever gotten three hurls off with the Goblin King, which it is possible with Swap with me, it is very, very potent. Does it change the order of priority, or does he just simply do that? You got the rule book. Okay, hold on one second, viewers, listeners. Whatever. I'll, I'll keep people entertained. You do that. So the Goblin King, like, what's the deal with the model being so different from the 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 actual one in the movie? Have you seen the difference? Like, it's substantial difference. Substantial. In what way? It just looks very different. Ah, uh, right, right. This was when you painted him, and you painted him a sort of off-colour? It... No, no. I, like, have a, go back and watch it. And, it, it, like, the model, I reckon it's it's using one of the original sculpts, like, like ideas for it, because it, it looks very different. And it acts, it's, it doesn't really look like, like Dame Edward Everidge at all. doesn't matter. To me, it does. I think it should be FAQ'd. I think it should be FAQ. Why does the Goblin King look slightly different to the movie? Does he, though? What's your answer, Matt? You're going to end all Okay, all right. Anyway. Grinner, I don't know. It, it just says that it's used as a heroic action. Yeah, so it's taken in the phase. order. It's not like but, the... Oh, it's so... I, I don't see why they couldn't have just done, say, after heroic actions and just go, all right, now you use a might point to swap with me. It just... Why wouldn't Gothmog be able to do it? You know? To swap the Goblin King. Because he's not no, a goblin. No, not with the Goblin King. What else is he going to use? Oh, I, for? I assumed it would be with other orcs or something. That would have been really cool. I would have liked that a lot. No, no, no. Look, think about it. it. This this is a special rule designed for the scenarios. 
and the the, the design but is. It's not a special. It's a heroic action. Well, it's, yeah, a rule. It's, okay. protect, it's a rule design. to protect it's him from Floy. No, 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 but no, it, no, it is still a special that, rule in that way. Look, I just don't understand why you would have these all th- these few heroic actions that every single model in the game, and then there is one model with a heroic action. One. Why not make more use of that? Why not give more model heroic actions then? Maybe they are. Okay, I see what you're arguing. You're arguing that, that you've invented a special... Yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. It just feels like they've sort of... It's such an anomaly that, it, like... It reminds me of the like Cave Drake's Power Attack. In this game. Yes, it's a lot like that. Yeah. Where it's, it's, but then again, you have the three trolls that have that as well. Um, yeah, but but the idea of this... Yeah, the one thing that fits outside it... There's not a lot right, of things, but it right. does. it's yeah. strange when you get something that... Basically adds to the list of ones. Yeah, I think I, they used to be I, magic I think the like K Drake's not so bad because then there's also Bjorn and then there's the three trolls and there's. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. there's maybe a couple others. I'm not sure. So oh, there are well, lots of other models with anomalies. No, no, I just mean specifically brutal powers. Any, anyway, it just bothers me on a logical level. I have it, a feeling it's because they're writing a scenario and they thought it's cool to have Grinner having the opportunity to maybe get out of harm's way before a heroic combat, or put something even nastier back in. Yes, yes. So I think it's I think it's there. They probably played in the scenario and then it just stayed in his profile like yep, a lot so, of the special rules did. So they never thought of Gothmog. I No, I don't think I so. Say, no, I say double down. That's what I say, if that's the case. It's like, all right, you made maybe a slight error. Screw it. Let Gothmog do it. You know? The problem is that can you do it to your own? Can you do it to the enemies? What is it, what does I don't it say? Know. It's, does it say a friendly? Friendly goblin. So we would have to bring friendly goblins with him, and it mentions Grinner specifically by name. Yeah, this? it's never going to happen. No, 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 forget it. Just forget no, it. No, Matt, Matt, I think you you spent 10 minutes arguing the wrong thing. Yeah, it's, it's a question. Yeah, you're right. I have you're a right. question <laughs> for the class. If both people have a master of battle user in their army, yes. can you master of battle a master of battle? Yes. Yes, why not? Because you have called a heroic action. Because the, the master of battle basically means it does two things. It lets you call one out of sequence without having already declared you're going to call one. And it allows you to do it without using might, but it still counts as calling it. It's similar to the whole um, when Thorin does a heroic combat. You can master battle that, even though he doesn't spend any might for it, because he gets that for free. He calls that, and you get to call it. You could potentially have chain master battles going. Yep. yep. So you could have Thorin call one. So um, what's his name? Uh, Bold calls one. And then the Iron Hills captain goes, what about me as well? Heroic combat as well. Nah, he rolls a one. And then Gothmog calls one. And then yeah. the other Iron Hills captains. Why are you putting Gothmog in your bowl army? That's stupid. Because that would never come back. That would never come back. But Gothmog's not in the list, so he wouldn't. Bolg wouldn't get it. And Touché. moving on, does the taking multiple courage test rule on page forty-seven of the main rules manual mean that Shelob only ever has to take a single courage test for her hunting instinct special rule, regardless of how many wounds she suffers in a single turn? Page twenty-four. And the nerfs to Shelob continue. No, she must take a courage test for each wound suffered. What was the first nerf? She's had a few nerfs in the previous FAQs. Really? Yeah. The the poison with the rending and that sort of thing. Okay. Yeah. This Mine still, enough. Still not usable. The will. The will they've got to get rid of. No, no. no I think Wait. the will is fine. No, you can't use will on the courage. It's, how can you play the scenario with it against Frodo and Sam? That's that's you the adding thing. a special rule to the into the scenario or rewrite. No, the no. That that's the dumb one because Sheila was was priced according to the fact that you take a single wound, you may be losing your spider, and then suddenly she became essentially immune to it with a six will. Well, this now that's a, the case. This is a step in the right direction, but having six will is ridiculous. I still think the six will is very good because it means that you, you, you can can't still just die. chip one wound like, off her and she's dead. You got to chip one or no, two. No, it's dumb. It's dumb. It I was like never it. designed that way. I like the nerf, but I yep, still no. like the will Sheila, being used on courage. Shocking character. I Fix was, it up. I Fix was, it properly. 
I was under the opinion that there was a solemn agreement that Shelob would never be nerfed and would continue to grow in power and magnitude until she rivaled Ungoliant herself and yeah, swallowed I all feel, the light like and covered happened. the earth in a third and fourth darkness. Anything can be justified, Jeremy. I think that's what we've learned here today. Yeah, no, I just... I Look, Shelob's... You talk about nerfs, no way. You look at the original Shelob compared to now. Shelob is just phenomenally good. So good. But then you compare it to three years ago. Yeah, yeah, no, no, okay. It's much more fair than it was then. True, but yeah. then it was just ridiculous. Like, it was a 200-point model. Yeah, exactly, 90. but they're slowly bringing her back in a line. I, I don't think it's that bad now. I, th- I think it's okay. Agreed, I think she yeah. is very yeah, no, I, I well-costed now. I think yeah. the fact that the scenario is think about it as well. is stupid. You, you charge the model, you knock them down. You can no longer rend against them. No, don't care about so it. Scenario's unplayable. The the yeah, but a lot the of the old scenarios from don't the care very about that. First editions are unplayable now. She loves it written changes. for the scenario. That's the whole point of it. That's why she's got all this stuff. If the then scenario, rewrite the scenario. we've done that hundreds of times. Yeah, no, I, I don't think that's the right option. It should be it should be playable. I think that's it's an oversight entirely. So we should adhere adhere to old scenarios and rules. You shouldn't have one that's entirely unplayable. The whole point of Sheila with that rule was that a Hobbit could kill her. That was I, the whole. I'm point. sure there's one more than one scenario now that is somewhat unplayable. Yeah, but no, this Shelob is the extreme example where it's, it's right. it does not happen at all. The whole point of that scenario was that one of the hobbits could use all their resources and maybe get a wound on her, and then you'd be okay. She might run away. Now, considering she passes the first one automatically with her will, she's not using the will for anything else in that scenario. That's that's a problem with the profile. To be fair, it did take Sam two goes to make her run away. Oh, it used to it used to take a few goes because uh, she'll pass the first one. All right. anyway, I'm think, going from the movie. I think if we're looking yeah, at no. priorities of this kind of... No. Don't care. Points match people don't rule over the scenario people. The game's written for scenarios. How old is that scenario, though? I mean, it's they may not even it's, know it's currently, about it. Currently, it's anymore. in the Mortal book, isn't it? It's in one of the source books, is it? Yeah. Oh, well, fair enough. If there it's is a current in... book. I thought you were talking about an older one. No, no, it's been been printed quite a few times. Okay. It's still around. Yeah. All right, well, fair enough. I, I can't say anyway, I, I made my point. One, I made so my I point. Know. I don't like it. I think it's... it's sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. Does the Spider Queen count as a named hero? Yes, even though it doesn't have a name. Good. <laughs> Stupid. Um... Can an orc taskmaster use its own might on the roll to ensure that another hero performs a heroic action for free? Okay, that's no. a weird one. That's a pointless one. Yeah, me. but you can't. You can't. Done. No. Let's move on. We, we don't like this, but that's fine. Um, does taking multiple courage test rule on page 47 of the main rules manual, manual mean that a dragon only ever has to take a single courage test for the survival instincts rule, as written, of course, regardless of how many wounds they suffer in a single turn? No, we're reversing that as well. You have to take a courage test for each wound suffered. Good call. Um, I don't think they realized that was going to happen when they... That was the, the problem. They made a very general rule and unfortunately... Yeah, and part, a buff yeah. Sheila, buff the dragon, all that sort of stuff, yep. and they didn't realize it. Like the, like the, the courage one. Yeah. On to Moria and Angmar. We have one piece of errata. Page 33, Gulivar, Immortal Hunger. At the end of the paragraph, add the following sentence. Rend is the only brutal power attack that enables Gulivar to regain a wound in this manner. So talk about this. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's very clear. It's the only one that actually makes sense. Yeah. So, I'm going to drink your... I'm going to drink your blood, but I just threw you eight inches that way. I'm going to have to now, like, jog over there. Stop justifying. Eight inches? That's a bit low, isn't it? Fine, we'll throw it yeah. 12 inches and there then we we'll go. try and drink your blood from a 12 inch range. Yeah. Drink that. Or, or you barge and you push them off a cliff and they die from the fall and you go, I'm just going to take your soul from over here. Yeah. No, 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 that, that makes sense. That, yeah. Once again, it's one of those things that the, the rules come after the profiles and they work in ways we don't expect. All right. Are giant spiders considered to be spiders as defined in Drizag the Beast Caller's Master of the Wild special rule and the Enraged Beast and Bestial Fury special rule, page 17? 
yes, the they're spiders, so they do. This is another one that had a massive thread for this, ever. This is so it. funny. Oh. I just people arguing over literally nothing, like the tiniest yep. of semantics. The I think it was the species thing, right? Yes. So instead yeah. of spider, it said giant spider. Yep. On the giant spiders, and then on the spider queen, it said spider. Despite despite the fact that she is a gianter spider than the giant spiders. Yep. yep she would. Uh, yep. Yep. So okay. Whatever floats your goat, man. If you want to argue about that sort of thing, please don't play me. Yeah, but there are people who who are that literal. They're, they're straight out ass. Yeah, there, there are. Look, I, I I teach people who are that literal. They will they will take say some of the said and cannot veer from that. They they just are incapable of it, and that's what these people are. That's that's fine. Um, that's why we need to to do these FAQs and things like that. At least it sorts it out. Yeah, no. Bestial Fury enough. works exactly as described for Fury in the main rules. Does this mean it can be he- heroically channeled? Yes, it can. Yep, fair enough. Yeah, okay, that's no fine. Answer. Yep. Does taking multiple courage tests isn't another time, is it? It's in yeah, both oh, books. This is the same one. This is the same profile. The dragon. If you take multiple exactly wounds, the same. Take multiple yep, you don't yep. have to read it again. It is the dragon again. And, and this is the Spider Queen one that's directly under that. Count as a named hero. Yep. Okay. Yep. Cool. The Fallen Realms. If a demolition charge is detonated in range of a cavalry model or any other form of mount for that matter, are the D6 wounds shared between the mount and the rider? Page 24. The answer is no. When you roll the D6 for the number of wounds, apply the result to both the mount and the rider. Yeah, you know, you just... just yeah, it's a standardization they're doing to oh. all the cavalry models. Is Whenever the rider is affected by something, the cavalry model is also affected. And there are very few mounts in the game that can withstand D6 wounds. I can't wait to have them based. Market. Yeah. I've seen it done. It mm. happened to me. Or the Moomuck, either way. Yep. If the Betrayer is riding a Thal Beast, we've talked about this again. It doesn't work. Uh, so, yeah, you can't use Bandage Kings on power attacks. The next one is interesting. If a model on a War Camel charges into a model and kills it with the Impaler rule, can the model charge a different target? No. 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 You, you, you've just... They couldn't before, though, could no, they? No, they could before. No. You stopped. That was why you, you basically charged two models. With the camel riders, you always said, I'm going to charge two infantry models. I only get one impaler attack. I'm still going to be in combat afterwards. And that was, that's was that been the tactic since the start. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. If a model with the impaler special rule charges an infantry model and kills it, meaning it is no longer in base contact with an enemy model, then is subsequently charged by another infantry model, does it still receive the bonuses for charging in the ensuing fight phase? Page 29? Yes. Yep. And this is an abstraction, which is, I guess, consistent with the other one, that yep. if, if a cavalry model charges and it ends up in with infantry it gets the bonus attack yeah so, it, it so it's a clarification but again it's just rules as written really yeah. isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. Cool. And, and honestly unless you you really think you're going to win the fight just don't charge it is it possible to support the golden king of abracan with a spear or pike yes. yeah it's pretty much impossible to support anything with finally spear or pike. they've standardized that Oh, did it say they couldn't be? Was that the yeah, old rule? that okay. was the old rule. Yep. Re- was it? Yeah. You, it was so like literally new... everything in the game could be supported except the Golden King. Yes. Until now. What the heck? All right. Now they fixed it. So Okay, weird. I've never... Yeah, I, I just always Honestly, played. I kind of wish they'd bring back the base size rule. I thought that was fine. Do you remember that? The, in you the, can the, only support a model, model of an equal or oh. lesser base yeah. size. Yeah, the problem is that they're not, they're not telling you which base sizes to use. So I think combined with that, there might be a problem. I think it's perfectly fine. I thought it was fine. Just everything. Oh, uh, it's so simple. Yes, but I don't like. It's so simple. I don't like a Haradrim, like the ten inches mark. away on the other side of the Moomark. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I gr- come on. It, anyway, uh, you know, no, it's, it's not it's, worth getting into no, here. No, it, look, it's it's simple, but yeah, there are cases where it's weird. Yeah. 
Can a Harrod Taskmaster... Uh, we already have seen this before. In, uh, the Taskmaster cannot use its chest. might on the roll. Yep. Mumak, and though. again, the, the Courage Test this time for the Mumak Stampeding. Fantastic. You have to test for each wound taken. Yep. No, yep. It, that was the intention when it was written. I'm glad they got that back. Um, Amdur Lord of Blades. I like this guy. If Amdur Lord of Blades is mounted and gets knocked off his horse, then subsequently passes his roll for unyielding combat stance, does he remain on his horse? So gets knocked off. When he's knocked over, he gets to to ignore being knocked over on a four plus. On a four plus, and people are saying, "Well, then he's knocked off, not knocked off his horse at all." No, he stay he stands up, but his horse has already disappeared. And I think we can also uh, apply this to our uh, dragon knights as well. Yeah, I was going to say that as well. Yeah. yeah, they have exactly the same rules. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Oh, happy with that. Happy with that. I, I I can imagine people using this to their advantage, but I that's fine. That's fine. Can an Easterling War Priest channel fury? Yes, fair enough. Yep. What exactly does an Easterling War Priest Fury affect? Well, this is a good one. Does it affect mounts? It will affect everything in the Eastern King's armors, whether it is warriors, heroes, mounts, or even ring raves. So this is a time when you've got horses with with Fury. I that love this. That really is good. Nice. I think this is the only one, right? Because uh, yeah. I don't think Drizag affects... No, no because so, they're different races, the other ones. Yeah. So so you would count... Um, sorry, there is one other. Uh, Wagmarauders with the Goblin Yeah, Fury. Wagmarauders. Yeah, yeah that's strange. the only other one. Yes. Sure. But and that's not even really a mount. So, no. But... This actually gives a little benefit to the cataphracts, which have always been one I think, uh, sort of not a great model. Disagree. I, I, love them. Uh, effectiveness wise, I've love always them. felt they weren't so great compared to a lot of other. Fantastic, Jeremy. Stop. So uh, they're bad. Cataphracts are pretty bad. Oh, no, they're not. So it's good that they have this actually massive benefit where they can get these fury saves. That's actually really helpful for them. I'm still not taking the shaman. No. <laughs> it shows up on your fell beast. It shows up on your ring rates. It's just it's a nice you know. It's a nice buff. Oh, yeah, the Fell Beast. That's great. Yeah, that's, that's the big one. Yeah, it's always been the case with Kamul, right? But the Fell yeah. Beast is huge. Yeah, mm. yeah no, that's big. Yeah. Yeah. Well, All right. e- even Ring... Oh, yeah, it has affected Kamul. Yes. I think it's said yeah. specifically yeah, Kamul in the rules. I think. He is. Mm. Yep. Yes. Yep. No, that, that's it, definitely a buff, but... Um, it's very good for uh, the Kondish horses as well. Yeah. Because they seem to get shot out a lot. Look, just an yeah. extra wound on a Fell Beast is fantastic. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Okay, so... Moving on to the Free People's Sourcebook. Can Aristor use his Noldoran throwing daggers in a fight? Page 18. Yes, this is a special exception where his daggers count as both throwing weapons and hand weapons. Because he doesn't have any hand weapons, I think, in the profile. That's right, yeah. He, doesn't, he definitely doesn't have an Elven Blade, I recall that. So, yeah. great, you know, it's yeah. fine with me. He just gets the free reroll. Sweet. David, did you use him, his throwing weapons in combat in that game we played with him? Um, I don't think I used them at all. Uh, that, there was... You know, just the opportunity never you, arose. Fun fact, really? Arrestor is also armed with an Elven Blade. David had a Arrestor? Yeah. I thought he wasn't. No, he has an Eldorian throwing daggers and an Elven Blade. So you, you could choose to use the daggers or you could choose to use the blade. Sure? Yeah. Very nice. Mm. I, 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 want, I want that double checked. I want that double checked, please. Deploy the rule book. And with confirmation, we find he does in fact have both an Eldorian daggers and an Elven Blade. And Told we, you. With confirmation, we do indeed find out that David did not use him in combat at all in that game. <laughs> As I said, the opportunity just never arose. <laughs> you should have put him in combat. I was planning on it, and then I forgot the mission objectives, and I forgot which board I was playing on, and I forgot which site force was mine, and it went downhill from there. Fantastic. So, so the important point to make there is that with Aristor, you have to choose to use one or the other. Yes. You cannot use both the Elven Blade and the Noldoran Daggers. So. And you should choose to put him in combat. David, I, I don't think it went downhill from there. I think it went downhill from the start of that sentence. 
Oh, no, that was an amazing game. We'll talk about that in another episode. It's not the place for it. But, man, there were some good turns in that game. Can a Wood Elf Sentinel use Eldemar Madrigal to force a model to lie down, dismount, or anything else that could be considered as a complex action? No. No. Is complex action ever defined in the book, or is this something they just mention? No, nah, not at all. Nah. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I'm not sure. I, I hear this occasionally mentioned, and I've never found the definition of it. But anyway, if a King's, cha- King's Champion, that guy. If a King's Champion and all his Heralds are separated for any reason, such as they're dead, do they immediately lose their defense bonuses? Yes slash no. <laughs> it depends on how and why they are separated. Should the models be moved out of base due to exterior effects, such as Sorceress Blast being hurled or having their head removed, then they will immediately lose their bonus. If they are separated because players are making clear which models are in the fight, which I've seen people do, actually. They start the fights and they start moving everything by a couple mils. It's in the rule book. You're supposed to do it. It just takes so long so that dumb. no one actually does. I don't think so. I it think needs to be removed from the rule Just book. get rid of it. Like, draw yeah. those imaginary dotted lines. You don't have to physically move the models. Yeah. Um, no, you don't get to do that but just by shuffling them out. So they're in base contact. Um, just keep models in base contact. And it's usually pretty obvious to say this model's fighting this model, this model's fighting this model. That's such an old rule they should have got rid of. I think it's clearly for beginners. It's one of those rules that you would use in your first few games and just go to make it clear who's fighting who. I think they actually say, note that this does not mean that the models are moved out of base contact. We're just simply doing this to make it easier to see. Well, it says that right here, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not to gain yes. some undue advantage. Make it clear which one. Yeah, exactly. I actually do that now occasionally in scenarios and things for when we fought a combat. Because, you know, so two models that might not have fought against each other will end up still in base contact. So. Yes, yeah, I've seen that. I, I've as done well. that just yeah. in scenarios, in tournament games. I, I won't I, touch them. But. I also think this in particular is extraordinarily important since the new. Iron Hill Dwarves are so reliant on being in base yes, contact with yes. other Iron Hill Dwarves. Yeah, definitely. Oh, absolutely, because that defense is actually pretty hard to get, I found out. They're still defense 7. They're not that reliant o- on it. Honestly, it I, I noticed that as well. It was yeah. quite hard for my opponent to keep the defense at. Yep, yep. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't really happen. It makes a huge difference against strength 3 and especially two-handed strength 3. Yes, yeah, for sure. Massive. If a king's champion is a named hero, is the king's champion a named hero, meaning that you can only take one instance of him in your army? Let's see if it's the same as the spider queen. No, it's not. The King's Champion is not a named hero because he doesn't have a name, whereas the Spider Queen is a named hero because she doesn't have a name. I think the two main points are you can take multiple Dwarf Kings and each Dwarf King could quite conceivably have multiple champions. But, but you only... can't take multiple Spider Queens? No, because there's only one Queen. Of Apparently the there's only one. There's one only that one. lives in Mirkwood, I guess. I think this is for game balance rather than anything else. Is it, though? The King's Champ is weird, hey, isn't it? people are still It's sour. a strong model. Yeah. People are not going to be happy about this. Well, I'm not happy about this. Look, I think people the people who bought two of them and take them with the this shield and spear guys would I, be unhappy. I know that years ago at the UK Grand Tournament or whatever it used to be back then, I, I think there's a guy who took about seven Spider Queens, something along those lines. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Years and years and years ago. That was... that was. You stole my joke and my point. I'm... Please, no, please continue. There was no no no, joke there. What was the joke? You've already ruined it. It's ruined. On to the next question. Spider Queen also went up in heaps of points. It used to be 75. Oh, that's true. How much is she now? 145 something. 115. That's still great. That's still great for her points. Anyway, if I chose Gandalf, TM, the Grey, from the Free People Sourcebook, can I still buy him the cart? Does his profile in the Hobbit and Unexpected Journey, TM, rules manual, replaces one in the Free People Sourcebook, not TM? Page 43. Answer. If you take Gandalf the Great, no TMs there. I 
I don't understand. From the Free People's Sourcebook, you may still take his cart. However, if you take the one from The Hobbit and Unexpected Journey, there's the TM again. Rules manual, then you may not. What? I don't know what's I going on. I like how you're revising this joke. This is going to be an ongoing I don't joke. Understand. This is the official dr- Green Dragon drinking game. Every time we make a joke about italics or trademarks, you have to drink. Any kind of formatting, really, no, no, no. just capitalization, the whole shebang. Every time they forget a TM or they forget the italics, then you drink. Yeah, but it's pretty hard to do that to an audio podcast if we don't point it out. Precisely. That's why we're pointing it out. <laughs> well, they forgot the italics on that pronunciation. All right, so to talk about the actual FAQ, just a moment, if, if you'll uh, bear with me. So, old Gandalf can take the cart, new Gandalf can't take the cart. Oh, yeah, there's a rule in there, isn't there? There is. Cool. And that's pretty clear and obvious and great. Too easy. On to the next one. Yep. Do Frodo Baggins and Bilbo Baggins TM? So okay, <laughs> come on, okay. Come on, come so on. Frodo's not TM, but Bilbo is really. Okay, okay. okay. Come on, come on, come on, come on. And, and anyone, anyone else, else for that matter, TM or not, still use stop the rules. It. You for just the made had like five drinks. I can't help it. It's, I can't stop. I can't stop the either. Ring, pub, the ring not TM published in the Free People's Sourcebook, page forty-five. No. The rules... Oh, here it comes again. The rules for the ring in The Hobbit and Unexpected Journey TM rules manual replace those found in the Free People's Sourcebook. Okay. Okay. Do you use the new ring rules? Yes. Well done, Jeremy. I like that. Use nice, the new ring rules. to the point. Done. Seems clear. The ring. Yeah. Trademark. And we'll be back after we've had to refill all our drinks from all this trademark talk. If you're following along, listeners, we are sorry. We are sorry. Don't get in the car. We're back. We're back. And we continue with the There and Back Again FAQs, which are brand new. These ones actually are breaking news. We joke a lot about how with the news we are, but no, now that I think about it, this will be out in a few weeks. So, yeah, this is not going to be so breaking anymore. Let's get into it, though. Errata, Shield Wall, page 99, changed to say the following. If this model is armed with a shield whilst in base contact with two or more non-prone models with this special rule that are armed with a shield, this model gains a bonus of plus one to its defense. This bonus is only available whilst the model is on foot. Note that this means that if a model is prone but is in base contact with two or more models with this special rule that are not prone, the prone model will still receive the bonus. This is weird. This is kind of an... Odd ruling, I think. It, it's it's actually in. I don't, you've played against it. I've played against it. It actually worked pretty well in practice. You look at it and you just tick the box. Is a model in base contact with two or more Iron Hill dwarves? Yes. Are at least two of them standing up? Yes. Good. You get the bonus. Yeah. Yeah. Since oh, it's I'm, easy enough to figure out for sure. Since I am here to help you as listeners visualize this, a guy goes down. He's on the ground. His two mates step up with shields and they cover him while he stands back up. That's the extra defense. Yeah. Look at it the other way. There's one guy standing up and his two mates are on the ground. His mates aren't providing a whole lot of benefit to him. They're, no. they're flailing around trying to stand up. I imagine they're, they're trying to stand up exactly like turtles try and stand up when they're on their back. So they're, they're yeah, exactly flailing all around. And two guys can just pick him up. Just walk up and just go, yep, shoot you back up there. And just to clarify, when it says um, that if the bonus is only available while the model's on foot, it's talking about the dichotomy between cavalry and infantry. It's not talking about whether you're prone or not. Because obviously it specifically says if you are prone, you can still get the bonus. Which is interesting because at the moment, the cavalry can't have the shields anyway. Is that so? 
Yes. There you go. The the Boar Cavalry do not have shields. So they really didn't need to. Oh, you know. Future proving, anyway, maybe. Just in case. Future proving. Absolutely. You know, all it takes is one extra intern to come in and write some rules. Oh, I would not be surprised if there were other armies that maybe got the shield wall rule. Yeah, no, no that would surprise it. me. Yeah. No, like a relentless advance. Add the following line at the end of the paragraph. A model with this special rule cannot be compelled, commanded over friendly models if it is forced to charge as part of the magical power. This also applies to the Goblin King profile found on page 188 of the Hobbit Unexpected Journey Rules Manual. This is the one where the ogres... Is it the ogres who run over their own models? You, yeah. You cannot compel them over their own models, which is actually quite good for them because that was one thing that apparently people were using early on, um, like the Sentinels, Madrigal, and other things to just get them to stomp their whole army. Um, as long as you charge... Because all you had to do was charge a model, and you didn't have to charge in a straight line. So in theory, you could walk over a significant portion of your yeah. army with that. I, I don't think Sentinels could actually force them into combat, though, could they? So that you No, it wouldn't be Sentinels. It. Sentinels but just can't com- control zones. compel. Yeah, compel. Yeah, compel. that's the one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yeah, I'm um, so onto the FAQs. Uh, it's, it notes at the top, for all FAQs regarding the points match game scenarios, please consult the official FAQs and writer documents. So you have to go to the main ones. General, the profiles in the Hobbit motion picture trilogy, TM, there and back again, Specify which type of hand weapon a model carries. Can they benefit from a different hand weapon, special strikes, etc., if it's modelled onto the miniature? No. Ooh, good. Good. No, you Exciting. can not. Echoes of news to come. Reavers, your days are numbered. Yeah, look out, pirates. <laughs> look, get, out, look out, axe done. roses and axe Wait, yeah. Wait, hang on. Reavers don't have a model. Yeah, Reavers... Rivers are not the yeah. yeah, but they're gonna put it in the profile. All the all the new ones I, have it listed in the profile. I really, really hope they do go back and do that with everything. Oh, sure. It would yeah. help so sure. much. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't have any inside information on that, but I'm going to wish list and say yes. For I sure, I think it's gonna happen. It's it's happened in all the Hobbit profiles so far. They've specified which hand weapon they have. You can't give them extra ones just by putting a cardboard axe on them. Not gonna happen. Good heroes. Can Killy or Philly use their combat synergy special rule if one of them is under the effects of the immobilized transfix magic power? No. No. All right. It's active, I guess. My, my thought on this one, though, was that one of them could do it. Like, it's to, like, grab the model and push him out of the way or swap them over. But no, they both have to be unaffected by transfix to get it to work. It's a tag team operation. It's you a full both, dance You both move. need to, you know, participate. Yeah. yeah. So it takes two to tango, would you say? It does. Yeah. Yes. It does. Visualization time. Philly has been paralyzed. Killy's on the sideline going, tap me in, tap me in. But he's paralyzed. He can't move. He can't tap the other dwarf in. If any of you have seen any wrestling match, you will understand what the, what David just said. Right. A battle is the same as a wrestling match. I have Killy's never paralyzed. seen a wrestling match, and I still know what I'm talking about. Philly picks up him, throws him out of the way, and takes on his combat. You can visualize this anyway, David. Yeah, precisely. But that would be him <laughs> in the combat. I'm going to yeah. wait till they swap it over. Can I just say, visualize. what a fantastic fallacy. I've never seen a wrestling match. I still know what I'm talking about, though. <laughs> nice, nice. Do Killian Philly count as being in base contact whilst they are mounted upon an Iron Hills chariot? Page 78, 79, and 101. No, they do not. They're on does, the chariot. Does They're that not. really matter, though? Like, no, what is, what is absolutely swapping? not. No. Okay, cool. Well, okay, so just to... No, no, no it, it really doesn't matter. Because they're everywhere in the chariot. Or ac- yeah. actually... Wait, no, no, okay. there is one. Dwalin dies. No, no, no. Yes, Dwalin dies. No, Balin dies. No, 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 Dwalin. Dwalin dies. Dwalin one dies. of the other two takes control of the Crossbow shooty thing. shoot shoot. Yeah, yeah. It's a big crossbow. Killy or And then you need a Spends the might, swaps over. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. That would be a case in which it would matter. Yeah. But any one dwarf can um, use it. Use what? Any one dwarf who is 
on the chariot can use the um. Oh, the so it's not a specific position. Yeah, the only time it, it matters is if Barlin dies and you swap. What does Barlin do? He's the driver. And what does driving it matter? How does might affect it? Um, he's the only one that can call heroic actions to move the thing. Only the driver can call heroics. Isn't it? I don't know. If that's the case, it matters. If not, it I doesn't. I think it matters for the driver. That's it. Look it up at your own I'm, leisure. I'm We're moving on. Full disclosure, I haven't gone fully into these rules because the model's not out yet. As soon as it's out and we started playing it, I think we're going to talk about it more. Yes, for sure. And we'll get back to it then. Do wags, spiders, or any other animal-like models count as being man-sized for the purpose of special rules that refer to man-sized models? Example, Dane Ife, Ironfoot's headbutt. Page 85. No. They're not men. They're not man-sized. No, I think it's man size is different to being men. I'm hoping they don't have any like giant apes or anything like that because they may be man sized. Mm, uh, I would say half trolls are man sized as the rules currently yeah, but stand. They're, aren't they half men? They are supposedly. They don't really look it. No, they model them as more trolls. But yeah. I think I think in the books there is basically just a description. They of, actually go through what a man sized model is and isn't in Dane's rules. Yeah, just yeah. just out of curiosity. There's but actually I I know for a fact there's another this. little bit of uh, man sizedness later in the this particular FAQ. We'll get to that. Which on I to the next one. Interesting. Tharanduil, king of the woodland realm, does not have to, a note in his profile that replaces all other profiles for him in other current publications. Does this mean that I can still use the Tharanduil profile from the Free Peoples book? in an army from the Lothlorien and Mirkwood army list. Yes, you can. You can. If you're using a free people's book, you can still use the old Therinduil, which is a really good Therinduil, but he's not on an elk, and that model of the elk is fantastic. Yeah, so you still have support Therinduil, and you have combat Therinduil, and they can lead different troops. Yep. Fair enough. Yep. But not, not he's not in the um, the new one, is he, at all now? This That's essentially the difference. They Therinduil lead different gone. troops. And so. that is important, as we will get to later. We will. Does any part of Therinduil's Blade Lord special rule apply whilst he is mounted? No. The phrase, when fighting on foot, refers to the whole rule, not just the first sentence. Another massive debate that people said that... I don't think it was even a debate. It was, it was just really badly written. No, but there was a massive debate about... About it. Yeah, I, I, I no the the thing with that one though is the guy who wrote the rule immediately came out and said yeah we we meant it this way even though it was not written that way like he actually came out oh, on okay. the forum and said that so I, I saw a different debate it, I don't think there was much of a debate around that one I debated it personally I said well why didn't you write it that way then so it makes sense but you know what what are you gonna do but uh, once again the, this is much better document than coming out on a forum and just saying this is what I meant because, oh yeah well this I, is official good I, I'm glad that they responded to that and put it in the FAQ that's a good sign. Yep, definitely. Can Legolas Greenleaf, Prince of Mirkwood, use his deadly shot to hit a Gundabad troll in its jam bags? Now, this is the best sign of good errata writing, good FAQs. This is what we needed. We needed a bit more humor in these. And the answer is? No, a Gundabad troll does not have any jam bags. No, this is the same for Ori the Dwarf when he shoots a Gundabad troll with his slingshot. What's a jam bag? I believe that refers to the nether regions. The vulnerable Downstairs. It's the vulnerable spot on a troll when shooting at it. What? Basically what they're saying is what stop taking the from? Mickey out of us or we'll take the Mickey out of you. Must be a UK thing. It must be a UK because <laughs> I don't understand jam bags at all. That is like a new reference. Yeah, I think it was Why uh, would you keep jam there? <laughs> More is importantly, that... why would you keep jam? I know in they bags? really like jam in the UK. Well, but... Where do you keep your jam, Jeremy? In the cupboard. There's only so many places you can put jam. I didn't put it in my nether is regions. A, well, I haven't yet. Put it in your jam bags. Maybe I'm a bit curious now. Is there a specific quote in like the extended edition this might be talking about? I no. think there was, no? yeah. Yes. I, I think okay. it was in the movie, yeah. right? It might be Dane saying something like that. I don't know. I, maybe. No, I can't remember. I'm pretty sure it was actually okay. in the, yeah, yeah, I went right over my head. I don't yeah. understand humour. Question. The palace guard captain 
used to have the option of a spear in the previous publications. This has now been removed. Was this removal intentional? It yes. says yes, but that usually means, oh crap. Yeah, of course we meant that. Yeah, yeah, we totally yeah, meant to that, remove that, that spear that that one model had very specifically. That, that sure. specifically goes, what did I write again? Oh yeah, whatever I wrote, that's what I meant. Don't worry, yeah. that was deliberate. That was deliberate. Poor people but, who converted it. But not as deliberate as this next one. Do the palace guard captain and the palace guard gain the plus one fight value if they're within three inches of Thranduil, king of Mirkwood, from the Free People's Book? No. The special rule specifically states Thranduil, king of the Woodland Realm, not Thranduil, king of Mirkwood. Yes. Which is a renege on the, the previous one. edition of the rule, which said just Thranduil. Yeah. Which, as disappointed as I am to hear that, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. care. Once again, it makes sense. Uh, these are Hobbit profiles and these are Lord of the Rings profiles. And I actually never mix the two. It is well, no, except for Elrond and Lindy. I, guess. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if we saw like the old one eventually disappear. Perhaps I think it might. Yeah, yes, the old yeah. Elrond, I believe, will eventually. Get the Elrond, uh, Thranduil. Yeah, I I could see the two Thranduils sticking around, kind of like well, we have we have like three Balans right now, don't we? Yes. Yeah, so, Balan, Balan. Yeah, Balan, Balan. Um, old Balan and young Balan. Lord of Moria. Yeah, I, look, I can. Yeah. S- I, I once again wish listening. I don't know anything about it. I imagine that they'll compress some of them a bit. I think a lot of these profiles were like we we never saw Theron doing the old movies. So he came out of the books. He was there basically from his role in the Hobbit. Now we have his role in the Hobbit. Do we need another one? It's a nice nice model, but maybe just just. Rename that character like they did with the the Gundabad. Uh, that's kind of a dungeon. Again, that's kind of a different. I, I yeah, don't know because they not? completely. Well, if you uh, another analogy might be Radagast. They can just essentially. They did. They did remove that, but completely. they haven't. Yeah. They haven't had the opportunity to rewrite it or something else either. I once again wish listing entirely. The only time they've done this is the the Bolg model that came out. It was named as Bolg, and now it's no longer Bolg. It's a keeper of a dungeons, also I, known as Mini Bolg. Yeah. But they could right, right, they yeah. could potentially do that to some of these older models if they wanted to keep selling the models and even keep the profiles, just name them as some other elf. It could be, uh, I, just an example, could be Orifer, which was yep. Thranduil's father. Yep, absolutely. That would be uh, that would be a good one, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, I would like that. A wish listing, total wish listing. I don't know anything. If any of us if, knew anything, if, we wouldn't say anything. If any of you are listening, Orifer, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, please do that. And, yep. and yeah. You don't listen to the Green Dragon, so you they don't, don't have to... They're never going to hear this. No. No. Dang. Can Alfred the Council of this guy again? It's always this guy. Use his dubious council rule on himself. No. Alfred seldom gives good advice, it is. Much like us. And history has shown that when Alfred follows his own advice, things don't go well. Is again, that a like us. change? Is that a change? That might have been a change. Uh, yeah, I think he could use it on himself before. Yeah. Yeah, or maybe maybe just in the rules he could because the way the rules it work. It might just be a clear up. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I've i never used Alfred, so I don't know. I have used Alfred. I've never used it on himself, but I uh, know why would you? Have. Why would you? Because no one else around and you need some might. Oh, okay, yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yep. But no. Yep. Easy. Whilst Bjorn is in man form, does he count as a man-sized model? Yes, he is a man. No, he's not a man. He's a man-sized model. He's not a man. It does say in his profile, man. Yeah, but no, he's not a man. He's, so he turns he's taking the man form bear, of a man. In which case, it says bear. Yeah. What would you call him? He's a changeling, he's a changeling. I suppose. Yeah, he's a yeah. shapeshifter. Regardless, he's not a man. This a was actually one that was debated heavily yeah. on the GBHL page. Because Some people were very vehement that he's too large to be a man-sized model. Because yeah, he's no, quite bigger than most men. Very big. Yeah. yeah. 
He's so, definitely above average when it comes to man size, but they've made the ruling. They've said he may be above average, but he's near enough. Yep. I, I just like to think that uh, Dane's simply headbutting him in the groin, to be honest. Yeah, that's no, going to no, drop that, him. That's... I don't mind the ruling at all. I just the, the he is a man is is the one that I debate very slightly. I've got another one that it's actually on my sheet but not on any of yours. It says, "Is it our intention to remove Bayon's option for a bow, even though Jeremy from the Green Dragon podcast went to all the effort to obtain a model and convert it with the bow that he has never used but lacks the model?" The answer is yes. Stuff that guy. Like yeah, that PQ. I like it. That seems fair and reasonable. The best we've had so far. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed that one. Good work. Uh, Once again, so it was deliberate. This is, this is what you get for making incredible conversions before finding out if the model's actually going to come out or not, or something's going to change. That's what you get. Yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. That, that, that would teach me. How Just stick to cardboard axes. Come on. How dare I convert the model <laughs> in the profile? How dare I? I was actually going to run it with the um, the Merkwood Rangers. I thought that would have been fun. Never got to. Sad. Good Warriors. Iron Hills Goat Riders have the Mountain Dwellers and Devastating Charge special rules. I like this one because we talked about this a lot. Do these still apply to the model if the war goat is slain? Do these also apply to other models that may take a war goat? So this is one we actually talked about on the podcast, and yep. we made our own ruling. We mentioned it specifically, and our ruling turned out to be the same. Which is what the ruling that, that 98% of people made as well. Mm-hmm. Like the Mountain Dwellers and Devastating Charge rules are applied directly to the war goat itself. The Iron Hills Goat Riders will only gain these benefits whilst mounted. This also means that any other model that may take a war goat as an option will get these special rules while still mounted. Yeah, so there was a whole lot of people going, right, it's only in the profile of the specific yeah. goat riders. Yeah. It's meant to apply to the goat. It's really obviously meant to apply to the goat. It does apply to the but goat. But it wasn't clear enough. No. It wasn't. It was an oversight, you know. Yeah. And you know what? That's the kind of thing where I'm like, fine. That's going to happen every now and then. Yeah. And there's a lot of worse things than that. I'm glad they cleared it up quickly. All good. No, no, I, li- I, I do like the speed in which that was addressed. Because yes. it was... and. Like, in years, years gone by, not not even recently, in years gone by, they would have said, no, we meant what we wrote. And now, yeah, that's an absolute joke. Like, yeah. you couldn't believe that would happen. And now they go, all right, we just basically stuffed up. I Here feel like the people writing the FAQ are actually the people who are writing the rules at the moment. Which is I think so. Thing. I think they're the same people, definitely. Which obviously has not been the case Which in the you past. can tell by the style of the italics and the trademarks. Just a random <laughs> spot. Yes. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Guys, if you need a formatter, just send for oh, yeah, We've got like a technical <laughs> writing person here on the show. Contact us. Yeah, please. Okay. He um, works for free or for chips. Can the Iron Hills Chariot run over friendly models in order to intentionally kill them? Page this 100. Interesting. This is interesting. Yes. Yes. I would not have expected this at all. I didn't, and wait, now wait, I want to take it even more. You a good bit. Read the rest of it. We are. We are. Although this should only be done for the greater good of the dwarf race. Oh, Moral dilemmas. That's what I needed more of in my strategy <laughs> battle game. Please. <laughs> Not to try and intentionally break yourself in order to get the game to the end, which is for the greater good of the dwarf race. That's yeah. <laughs> quite yeah, frankly. <laughs> if we wish to play like this, then we recommend picking up a mortar force at your earliest convenience. That's a nice way out. Don't forget that you, if you do decide to run over friendly dwarfs, you'll have to explain to poor Mrs. Dwarf why it is that Mr. Dwarf won't be returning home from battle, but only like one in every six of them have a wife anyway, so I'm pretty sure that, that on the odds you won't have to. I thought there were no female dwarfs. There, no, there were female they dwarfs. They just sprung just, out of holes in no, the ground. Oh, come on. Come on, you man. man <laughs> what a model. joke. From returning <laughs> home from battle for a home-cooked meal and a nice cold pint of ale. I'm disappointed that they just said Mrs. Dwarf. Again, you can't why? tell them apart. Because 
Like, that's meant to be the Hello. whole idea. 2017. Oh, the women are fighting too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are they, though? And yes. The, whole, you know, the like female dwarves do fight? The dwarf society, that's, that's the whole thing. A lot of people don't think they are female dwarves because you can't tell them apart. They're pretty much interchangeable. Yeah, down to the fact that they wander past and you don't know if it's a male or female dwarf. Right, yeah. I, I didn't know they were fighters, though, too. That is not something I was aware of. I know that, uh, I think specifically they mentioned Easterlings at some point, that both men and women fight. But this is like a... Yep. This is a fantasy, sort of historical-based kind of world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, That's right. The women aren't always fighting. That Like, a lot of the... Yep. It's always, you know, women and children first. That was how it was back then, blah, 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 blah. Anyway. Anyway, I, one thing that I, I'm looking at is not to try and intentionally break yourself to get the game to end. Maybe they need to look at scenarios with that as an option and being able to, to kill yourself. Like, if, if that's happening in scenarios and they don't want it to happen, maybe they need to address the scenarios because we do that all the time. We talk about non-lethal strikes to extend the game. We talk about ways I ran the ogres at, at the last tournament and I had so many conversations about how I could kill my own models in order to break the game and yes that's a gun to bad tactic and maybe I, I've got plenty of mortal armies but it's it's definitely in the rules with the scenarios why do you think they've said yes here because if someone's hiding behind like something really powerful that the chariot wants to get to and they've got some idiot in front of it you can't run over I would say it comes down to base size. If this thing is going to be on a very large base it might just not be practical to play it if the and, enemy and can hide behind something your like models. a ring rave could just go. Oh, I'll just compel a dwarf in front of me. Stop chariot. Right. Yeah. No, that's which, a fair point. Which Plus is some... the whole actually moving the damn yeah. thing with the forty-five degree. And the, yeah, yeah. So you could actually you could box it in the whole probably game. two models would do it quite easily. Potentially, even off something just like specters might be able exactly. To, yeah. As I say, two models. Prevent yeah. yeah. drop one thing. model right in front of it because you can't stop the chariot, can you? No. Well, just magic powers don't stop it from moving. No, so to, okay. so that's a way around that. If you stop, can you even choose it. not to move it? Do you have to move it each turn? I can't remember. I can't the rulebook's right in front of you. Why don't you check? <laughs> but the, the, that that gets rid of the ability to use magic powers to to stop it if you don't want it to stop, which is probably a good thing because you can imagine those scenarios getting killed off or, or those games being killed off really easy if. Um, it reminds me of the War of the Ring where the old Mumak could be stopped <laughs> by a hundred point elf hero. Um, uh, not here, the magician, because all it would do is cast entangled vines. Entangled vines. Ah, uh, yes, I remember that. If you moved, you automatically got removed. Yeah. And it was yeah. a two plus to cast power with a character of a point of might. Yeah. So you, you could do it for the whole the game. Yeah. So you either yeah. didn't move at all, or and if you if you did get moved, if you got forced to stampede, you just died automatically. It was yeah. the dumbest yeah. rule it was ever. Really stupid, it was yeah. so bad. And that's, I think they're trying to prevent that as well, which there's definitely potential, especially with high rafe armies. Whenever the chariot talks about movement, it always says may. The chariot may pivot. The chariot may then move up to four inches. Which okay. makes sense All as well. Right. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. they have. They can park it at some point. It's not like once you're on a chariot, you never leave. It never stops. Yeah. No, it's the yeah. momentum. You've got to jump at some point. You've got to keep it above 60 miles an hour or something ridiculous. Can any of the dwarves that ride the Iron Hills chariot of any variant dismount from the chariot? Can you get off the chariots? <laughs> we, we've worked out you can stop it. Can go. you get you off? Can stop. Can you leave? Can you disappear? <laughs> no, no. No, no getting off. Once you're on the chariot, you cannot leave the chariot unless it's destroyed. So, so you can park the chariot, but you cannot get off. It's no. Part of the chariot, part of the crew. You like, yes. Yeah. It's a pretty big ask, isn't it, to sign up for the chariot crew? Like, yes, you get a chariot, but to know that you can never, ever leave it again. Yeah. Is... You're there until it's destroyed or the battle ends. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, no, it, it, it doesn't, doesn't mention the battle, battle, the battle ends. No, you're there on there for life. <laughs> oh my god! Can you destroy it is your a own solemn vow? <laughs> Can you destroy your own chariot? So, so once oh. the once the battle's over, you've, you're victorious. 
You start hacking the chariot to pieces <laughs> so you can finally leave. No, it's like joining the Citadel Guard. You're there until death takes you. Denethor says otherwise, or the world ends. Those are the three options if yeah, you wish to leave. Yeah, but the Citadel Guard can still take a toilet break, though. <laughs> Only if Denethor says so. In right. fairness, it, you can still use the chariot as a toilet. You just oh, can't no. get off it. Oh, where, what are we doing? How did we get to this? All, All right. right. For Do the you champions. Have in your profile, because hacking it apart with your sword would be pretty damn hard as well. It would. You yes. don't have any other hand weapon in your profile. I don't. Who, who are we talking about? Dwalin's on there. The normal, just normal with hammer. No, the Iron Hill Dwarfs. The Iron, in there. Okay. Any variant. For the champions of Erebor on Iron Hill's chariot, can any of the dwarves call a heroic move or only the driver? Kylie. Kylie. Any of the dwarves that ride the chariot may call a heroic move. Yeah, I know. No, you t- <laughs> what? You just said the exact opposite before. Huh. Oh. <laughs> oh. No, I didn't. No, I don't know what I you're don't talking know. about. I, I, Man, they should get you to write the rules erratas. No, no, I didn't. I never said that. That's never, that's the whole. No. I always meant this. What are you talking about? <laughs> is that your intention? Yes. Yes. This Everything I did say. I did say think at the start of each. Oh, every, every, just my opinion, man. No. That's just my opinion. The statement was correct at the time that it was issued. Things yes. have now changed. Things, a new statement <laughs> yes, is required. Yeah, things have. <laughs> yes. What like matters, matters have come to light. Okay. Can any model riding an Iron Hills chariot call a heroic combat? No. No. Cannot call heroic combats. There you go. But that's all. Any. No, okay. There any. I go. There, there I go. Oh wait. No, that's any no. model. Any model. Any no model. models can. There is no thing. point to being the driver. Okay. Well, uh, you can never get off. I want to be the driver. I'm yeah, not trusting someone I want to know where I'm going. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm at least getting to choose I'm where I'm r- going. Yeah. <laughs> well, to be even more bo- morbid, you get to choose when the chariot actually goes off a In cliff. Fairness, I suppose. I'm probably riding straight into a troll brute. Hopefully yeah, that thing can destroy the chariot. <laughs> Next one. Does an Iron Hills ballista need to make in the way rolls as it is a ballista? Page 102. Interesting. No. It follows the volley fire rule. A friends in proximity in the way of the 90. Page 93 of the Hobbit rules manual. So this one, it's, it's a volley firing ballista. It's not a direct shot. Yep. More makes like sense. A if yeah. you look at how it looked in the movies, yeah, no, totally no, no, makes, that sense. makes sense. It's, yep. it's not a bolt thrower as such, it's a, something else. Yep. Okay, when an Iron Hills ballista counts as calling its heroic shoot, can it also call loose? Page 102. No. For those playing at home, that's the everyone else within six inches can shoot with you. Yeah, so that would be massively unfair, ah, I think. Interesting. You put your crossbow line in front of it. And I'm actually glad you, you said that. I thought this was another jam bags in joke. Oh, right. No, 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 no. Loose is the heroic shoot uh, call, gotcha. much as with me or stand fast or uh, etc. Okay, so it gets a heroic shoot. The council's calling that... Uh, so, the Iron Hills Ballista gets a free heroic shoot. Gotcha, gotcha, but it cannot... It cannot get everyone else around it so to get the So you can't tell your crossbow mates to shoot at the same time. That's right. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So they still have to take it in their turn. Uh-huh. And, yeah, it, it would be pretty unfair if the crossbows could all... Because I, I don't think the model that calls it has to shoot first. So all the crossbows yes. could shoot, and then the then Ballista shoots right, and yeah. blocks the opponent from shooting Every single turn. That's a little bit OP, if yeah, you ask me. Indeed, yeah. a little bit OP. A little bit OP. That, it's funny that I don't even know, like. I've been playing these rules for what five years now, and I've never yeah, heard yeah. That, uh, that action be called. How many heroic shoots have you encountered? Not in, those in this five edition. Years? I've never done that. I only ever never. used to do it yeah. in the um the Shakespeare one, Ill Met by Moonlight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Throwing weapons at midnight. Yeah, that was my favorite. That was so good. 
<laughs> because it's harder to dodge arrows in the dark. It's more like the wound. We got Man. stories. That's we have some stories. solid. That is some solid logical reasoning. <laughs> that David's like over the moon about that. That's like he's <laughs> dipping in the poison. As it currently stands, Mirkwood elves cannot be equipped with both an elven glaive and an elf bow. What a travesty! As they have to swap their elven blade for both options. Does this mean that Mirkwood elves cannot be armed with both an elf bow and an elven glaive? Page one hundred three. You are correct, sir. A Mirkwood elf can only have either an elf bow or an elven glaive. They cannot have both. But if they had a pike and a crossbow, they could definitely have both. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah you can have a pike, you can have a glaive, you can have a crossbow, you can have all sorts of things at the same time, but you cannot have a, a glaive, which can yeah. be held in one hand, and a bow, which can be held in one hand. Or put on no, your back. You can have a bow, you or just can't have an in. elf bow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Good point, David. Well, or an elven glaive, you could have a normal glaive. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Which I believe Easterlings do have, don't they? No, no it's a halberd. No, no, Never mind. Anyway, glaives were too good anyway. They needed some kind of um, negative. Yeah, no, look, uh, from a gameplay point of view, no, no, no problem at all. And what it means is we avoid stupid conversions on such nice models. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, I, I'm happy with I, I can't, I couldn't stand someone hacking those things up and, and yeah. Oh, oh don't, don't look in my bits box. What? Uh, no. No, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I just wanted to get it. Evil Heroes this is my thing. If Azog is fighting in the s- with the stone flail and cause a heroic strike, does his fight value increase before being reduced to six, or is it reduced to six before the heroic strike? Good question. His fight value will increase first and then be reduced to six. So it is probably better to save your might for other situations. But right. it's Azog. He's got like six points. Of- no, he's got like... Three or six, depending on the one. He can have the flail no, on the well, wild, six, can he? Six, plus Master use... of Battles, so... Oh, okay, I'm looking that up. Hang on. Can you use the stone flail while mounted? Yes. Yes, you can use flail while mounted. Yeah, he might have got a free strike, and he's like, why not? Let Correct me if I'm wrong, Matt, but I, I did read the flail rule while I was making my army for the last one and, and looking at all the options. I don't recall that. I could be wrong, and if I'm wrong, please tell me I'm wrong and make fun of me for the rest of the episode. Oh, you better believe I will. Okay. And that's the end of the episode. See you later. It's not. It's not really. Okay, while Matt's looking that up, I'm going to say, does Azog's Iron Master special rule stack with Burly, meaning that he'll effectively always wound any enemy hero on a 2+. This is assuming that he's got the flail, because you have to have a two-handed weapon to do this. The answer is no. Azog's Iron Master special means he will always wound enemy heroes on a 3+, regardless of other modifiers, which directly contrasts the one before, which means that if they're defense 3, specifically, you can get a 2+. But then you're not yes. using your three plus special rule. You're using the fact that your strength yes, fires a two handed weapon. It doesn't. Doesn't. This is an, an issue because it directly con- conflicts yes. with the other one. It absolutely does, and that, that worries me. Can Floyd Stonehand's Lawmaster special rule be used to turn off the effects of Azog Signal Tower? Surely not. Floyd's an idiot. If so, how does this work? No. Oh, Thank but you. Fl- I like Floyd. <laughs> I don't. I don't see why they. As they ruled it this way. Because it's like a 200-point model. That yeah, but you can't remove every single one of those rules, only one at a time. Yeah, but the problem is, like, this is the, the old elf at the Mumak from War of the Ring again, where you've got an incredibly cheap model that can just turn off something that costs you your whole army. Incredibly 70 right. points, 200, and you can only remove one of their... Like, combined, just signal tower, it's it? four different. They, it can't stop the entire thing from happening. Yeah, Only I, I, one of them. So it's like, all right, you stop the banner effect or you stop the fury effect. Yeah, no, I don't like it. Don't like it. I, I don't mind. No. I, I wish they could have done it that no, way. But. There's a special rule. It must always be manned. And then under that special rule, you have the four sections. So if you got near Azog, you could, in theory, shut down his it must always be manned special rule. 
What? So say it doesn't have to be manned. Are there any know. other special rules <laughs> comparing to the signal tower that you could have? Whilst manned, each part of the signal tower has a different effect as follows, and then they're all capitalized in the same way as all the other special they're rules. Indented so slightly. I, I would argue they're indented slightly. I would argue they count as separate special rules. Then it must always be manned. Hey, moot point. It's ruled no. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, I know, but like I'm, yeah, no, I'm disappointed by that one. It's worth. So am I. Yeah. I actually use. I Flo. feel like Flowey's not that great, to be honest. It'd be nice if he could do. I would like if I never saw him again. Dave. I hate that guy. Flowey's amazing. I think only I, if you fight in a shade or I, something similar. I think or literally anything with a special. No, I've, do you know how many battles I've taken him to where he just does nothing? Yeah. My you know how many battles time. I've taken him to and he's done all the amazing things. Of yeah, awesomeness? but so often you come up against armies that just have nothing in there and he's just a waste My of issue with Floyd is that, oh, I, I, I don't care about the wasting because he's still a hero and all that sort of stuff. My issue is that special rules aren't consistently defined throughout and it's a little bit ambiguous where things are. So you get these really weird situations, whereas I think he almost needs to be defined what he can and cannot turn off. And like yeah, the, and I'd be fine with I, that. I would, I would be fine if he said he can stop fly, he can stop terror, he can stop this, he can stop this, whatever it is. Yeah. That, would, that would be great. But these, these corner cases, he's not particularly future-proof at all. Because mm. mm. every time you put a special rule in, he can turn it off. Yeah, and, is, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like he can only affect one model, I think. Yes. Yeah. So it's like you can't stop something that is like an army-wide special rule. For instance, um, yeah. Ancient Enemies or something like that. You can only do it on one model. It's like... If you could do that army-wide, that'd be really cool. Couldn't you turn it off the person creating it? Ancient Enemies. Has, Ancient Enemies is a special point, rule yes. that each Gundabad orc has. Oh, gotcha, so what I'm gotcha. saying no, is no, no, if sorry, you could stop you're... every single one of those models from having that special rule I for a time. I think you're Evil. Sorry, I totally got the computer. Right, that's okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah, no, look, I, I just, I don't like Flume's mechanics. But anyway, maybe he'll get a rewrite at some point. Maybe not. I Even, like his oh, did we get a ruling on the flail? Uh, yeah, we did. And yeah, absolutely. You can use it on, on the white wag. Yeah, told yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, this is like, you can use two-handed weapons on wags and things like that as well. Yes, you can. Which yeah. I do with my Hunter Orc sometimes. It's fun. It doesn't really do a whole lot, but it's fun. If a multi-wound model suffers more than one wound from Morgul arrows, this is actually an errata. At the start of each subsequent turn, do they roll a d6 for each wound caused by the Morgul arrows, or just one regardless of the number of wounds suffered from the special rule? They will roll one d6 regardless of the number of wounds suffered. Actually, no, it's not. And this is one that I played against someone who interpreted it wrong. They said that it was you only do it one turn. No, it doesn't matter how many times you've been wounded by Morgul arrows, you only roll one die. So uh, we played that correctly. You did play it correctly. Yeah. I, yeah. Had, I had an ogre that, that took two wounds from Morgul arrows, and every turn of the game after that, that ogre rolled the die for the Morgul arrows, the poison. Yeah, no, it was, that was the scariest thing ever, because this, this ogre, like um, my opponent was shooting, it was a evil versus evil game and was shooting arrows into the the ogre's combat and they just kept hitting the damn ogre and the ogre copped multiple wounds copped two wounds from it and then at, i was thinking oh no it's gonna die from the poison anyway because i like to roll ones like I, I like to roll ones all the time it's just part of my thing i do so i went so aggressive with this ogre he abandoned his entire army took down a whole flank with 12 hunter orcs and um i think it was nazag the archer one managed to kill almost all of them took down that whole flank and won me the game he is passing into the shadows. He will soon be a wraith And he like survived. Them. He lost the whole game. It was amazing. Wow. No, Morgul Arrows. Yeah. It's each subsequent turn, roll a, roll a d6 on the roll of a one that model suffers a wound. Yes, it's every turn. Yeah. What, it's every did, turn. Who was it that said that it's only one turn? I think someone misread this. They were just read over it quickly yeah. at the start oh, okay. of the tournament and got so scared. It's never more than one die, but it's never, every yeah, turn. Yeah, I think they just totally yeah. misread right. it. Yep. Yeah. So if you're a multi-wound model, like my Ogres, and you take two wounds, because if you took three, you'll be dead. But I only roll one die a turn. I don't roll yeah, two. Yeah, not two. Correct. Okay, makes sense. Makes sense. You can't get poisoned more than once, really. 
No, and it's so scary, that role. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. And I, I really like that role, actually. It was fun to play against. Like, it was just, oh, it was nail-biting. And that ogre was amazing. In the Mordor source book, the Necromancer had the option to upgrade Mordor orcs to Dolgaldor orcs, which Jeremy from the Green Dragon podcast used uh, capes on his orcs for, which looks fantastic. And upgrade the Mordor orc shamans to Dolgaldor shamans. As the new Necromancer Goldor profile replaces all variations of the Necromancer from other publications, does this mean that these options can no longer be taken? Yes. These options can no longer be taken. And Very. Jeremy from the Green Dragon podcast has thrown his cape dork in the bin. Very disappointing. I don't, I I'm like that rule. I really like that rule. I thought it was great. I thought the shamans in particular was super cool. I hope they bring it back on someone else. I'm yeah. so disappointed they got rid of my wither. What? I liked wither. Wither was a fun spell. Mm. Wasn't there a note, though, on the new Necromancer promising that they hadn't gotten rid of anything and they'd only just they increased did say his that. power? And yeah, such they yeah. They, they, <laughs> they, they fooled us trap. all. It's a trap! They got us there. Yeah, you you really yeah. tricked us there by going back on your word. Nice. Can a Nazgul of Dol Guldur use might to influence their unholy resurrection role? So this is the one where they come back alive, isn't yes. it? Yes. That's right, yep. Yes, they can. As long as they have might remaining. I'm glad they put that in instead of just, I'm just going to use might. You don't have any. Too bad. <laughs> yeah. Because he's dead. I, you know, you can't see my... He's I think, dead. You can't see my stats. I think dead. the argument there would be that if you're dead, are you, what are your stats? Because there's really no precedent for that. Like, if you're not, if you don't exist. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. If you're not on the board, how can you use a stat? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Well, we've yeah. already got I, reserve roles where you can use yeah, stats right. when you're exactly, not on the board. Exactly. So, there is a precedent. But regardless... This really adds a lot to the Witch King variant of this. Because He's the one he with the extra point of mind. The extra point of mind, yeah. Because yeah. well, like, you can really throw him around. Die. Yeah, exactly. No matter what goes at him, he's guaranteed not to die on the first roll. Yep. Yeah, it reminds me of the, the Sauron with the, the one ring where you just hold on to a point of might and say, this is, this is to keep me alive. The yep. Witch King, you can potentially do the same thing. For sure. The new Nazgul of Dol Guldur profile, coupled with the named ring race from older publications, allows for nine ring races to be fielded without the Witch King. Is this allowed? Page 112 and 113. Stupid question. No. A degree of common sense is needed here. We know that there are only nine ring wraiths, one of which is the Witch King. Note that this also applies to Kamul the Easterling. Now, I don't know who asked this question. I don't know why this is in an FAQ, but... you know, there are people who say there are no dumb questions. That's a dumb question. No, no, no. That's no, a dumb no, no, question. No, no. I, I think we haven't used any common sense across this document at any point yet. Why do we start now? This is beyond dumb. Visualize this. I'm thinking about it. I, do I have to visualize it? Yes. Can I just listen you to your words and, and use that? Okay. Think about this. Okay, think about We're it. We're looking at these new Nazgul or Dolgaldor profiles. We look at one of the other ones. It's not called the Witch King, but we look at that and go, that feels Witch Kingy to me. So I'm not going to take the Witch King for fluff reasons because I think this other guy is, you know, really Witch Kingy. He's saying, can I then take this guy and then put eight generic rates with the him? The Witch King and Kamul are specifically no. named in the new ones, so they've got two profiles. So yeah. They've got a Witch King in both versions. Okay, so that's what they're saying. They're like, no, you cannot pick someone else and go. I'm taking this guy as my special and eight generics. He's called the Witch King of Angmar. Yes, in the rule. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no, you. Okay. I think if they have to specify, look. If I had my way, you couldn't take heroes of different ages together as well. There's no um, Elendil and Aragorn in oh, the same army. obviously, And I yeah. think that's just as common sense as this. I like to imagine they invented time travel, though. Yeah, no, no. But then then I imagine that there's invented a new ring wave that they met because a witch king died. Oh, across dimensions. Age. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, not? no, no. Uh, now everything makes sense. It's no longer a stupid question. Congratulations. We can all go home. Sauron recovered a large number of dwarven rings. He could have given them to more no, men. okay. No. Created more ring wraiths. Next question. Are the new Nazgul profiles, with the exceptions of the witch king and Kamul, 
specifically related to the other named ring wraiths, meaning that certain combinations of new and old ring wraiths aren't possible. This is a good question. This is a, yeah. Yeah. No, the new Nazgul of Golgoldor profiles represent the ring wraiths at the time of the Hobbit, and as such have different titles to those they adopted at the time of the War of the Ring. That's a very convenient way of saying it. I like it. Because of this, there is no def- definitive way of saying which of the new Nazguls becomes which named ring wraith. That is all up to your imagination, and David's imagination, and could be a fun exercise to try and work out. Fun. Excellent. When we playtested these, we used the Shadow Lord as the Lingering Shadow, the Betrayer as the Forsaken, the Dark Marshal, the Dark Hesman, the Undying and Tainted as the two Abyssal Knights, and the Dwimmer Lake and Knight of Umbar as these two Slayers of Men. Now, I know that they said there's no way of knowing which, yeah, but, but then I they just love gone. that they told us exactly which ones they had in mind. I love that. I almost would like that in a separate paragraph. I really wish that they'd actually made that the rule and said, all right, this one's this, this one's this, you can't take these together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, th- I think that <laughs> yeah, that honestly would have been a better way of doing it because some people are going to use these proxies at the moment for it. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I, it, then I, I like that it also frees up. You can use a generic ring wraith to represent one as well. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, that's I, fine. I, I don't mind this. I don't mind that it's a little bit ambiguous. I would have liked it to be two separate things like instead of making it because they made the ruling and then they've gone and said here's what we did which almost contradicts again answering a question that wasn't really asked with it like i I would uh, like it to be two questions the second question saying if we wanted to proxy the new ring wraiths what would how would you have done it and yes so then this is how we would have done it exactly it would have been the perfect answer to a question yeah like it like it all right if a siege engine rolls a six to hit smaug tm benefiting from his missing scale rule does it inflict half of Smaug not TM's wounds as per the siege engine rules and a number of wounds equal to the strength of the weapon, page 115, and is capitalized to show how serious this ruling is. Well, they're trying to double up on both the rules. They so, are. Yeah. No, it inflicts either half of Smaug's wounds or a number of wounds equal to the strength of the weapon, whichever is higher. Fair enough. It has to, has to be FAQ'd because it, it wasn't. That's right. It yeah, be, yeah. It's and a good rule. as with most cases in our game... You don't double up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's that's a good one to be in there. And I don't think anyone's going to argue that now that's written down. Mm-hmm. If Legolas or anyone else with a similar rule uses his deadly shot special to automatically hit Smaug, does he count as having rolled a six for the purposes of Smaug's missing scale rule? So this is one of those ones where I think the issue is Will got counted as a six when he doesn't roll a die. So people have started yeah. to, to start yeah. thinking, oh, I can count as whatever I want. Mm. No, you didn't roll a die. So, it says, no, when Legolas automatically hits Smaug, the player must roll the die to stand a chance of rolling a six. So, you basically, it's saying, pick up the die and roll, even though you've automatically hit, which it's a good way of solving it. If you roll a six, you've done it. If not, no. However, a player may use might to turn a lower roll into a six. Interesting. Yeah, so you still get a chance at it. That's, that's yeah, pretty no, cool, Yeah, no, it's a good, good yeah. thing. It definitely definitely needs to be FAQ'd about yeah. that because... W- once you get to the stage, though, of, all right, auto hit and one chance at a six... Why wouldn't you just roll all three to have three chances at it, you know? It makes such a massive... Okay, sure. Yes, yes. Well, can't you still shoot at Smaug even if it's in combat? Only in the That's what she means. Only with the auto hit. No. In the scenarios, you can shoot at him if he's in combat. Gotcha, gotcha. Not normally. No, no, gotcha. No, fair enough. Fair enough. Good point. I like it. I like it. If a Gundabad troll is armed with scythe gauntlets, does it still receive its bonus of plus one to wound when making brutal power attacks? This is an amazing model. I love it. I'm going to get it. No. A Gundabad troll with scythe gauntlets only gets a bonus of plus one to wound when making strikes. Brutal power attacks replace model strikes. Once again, we see you don't get benefits from striking if you are using a brutal power attack. 
Too easy. Oh, Scythe Gauntlets, how cool is that going to be? They're, how cool do they look? Yeah, Just, yeah. Oh. If a troll brute loses a dual roll and is forced to back away into contact with another model, does that model suffer a strength 10 hit as per the troll brute's crushing blow special rule? The answer is no. The troll brute only inflicts the strength 10 hits when it moves, not when backing away. So I think this is something we talked about earlier with yep. compel. Backing away is not really moving. But even more so, you could potentially trap the brute with you can you can get stages where you have to push it back and and yeah you just don't want to at do the end that. of the day the Could've... evil player has control over that and that's there's no way that's fair to be able to do a free strength ten hit on maybe even two models because you're saying you've trapped and surrounded me I get a one inch pushback if I kill you not only am I not trapped you're dead yeah I, I believe if it's you are the... surrounded though you don't get to back away at all yeah no no that's so... what I, I realized halfway through I was going to say that but no you don't back yeah. people back away from you. If you're trapped. That's right. Yeah, yeah you know. I always... But you'd only be trapped if you didn't kill them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, regardless, you can't do it. So, fair enough. This is the Gundabad Ogre one again. If a Gundabad Ogre ends its move on top of a multi-wound model or hero due to its relentless advanced special rule, are they instantly slain? If the model is a hero, can they use fate to prevent being slain? I like this ruling. Any model that a Gundabad Ogre ends its move on is removed as a casualty regardless of the number of wounds that it has on its profile. Heroes cannot save this with fate. Basically means the Gundabad captains. Because they're the yep. only ones that fit the so profile. So don't walk on top of them. Or do. Or do if you really need to, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. There was a time in a game, which I didn't win or anything, but I needed to... The ogre, the only non-terror target it could charge was a, a Eastling captain. Mm-hmm. So I, I stomped. You stomped your own Gundabad captain. I don't know if it was a captain or not. I don't care. <laughs> I, 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 I would have stomped the captain because I needed the hurl because it's the only way I could deal with that. Fair enough. Line. Fair enough. I needed that. Special strength power attack. Life is cheap on the evil side. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just a captain. Who cares? <laughs> Got plenty of them. How does the goblin mercenary captain's mercenary special rule work in the recon- reconnoiter scenario? Can I bring them on from my opponent's table edge and then immediately move them off again? Page 109. I wonder, I wonder if he really thought when asking this question or whoever came up with this question, if the answer would be yes. Do you think there's anyone that actually legitimately asked this question? I think you ask it because you're you want an official answer. So you're right. asking it right. because if you don't, then no one else will and then somebody will try and do it. To you. Yes. No, yeah, no. It's, it, you're being defensive is what you're saying with, with this kind of question. Anyway, in the reconnoiter scenario, if a goblin mercenary captain has to enter play via board edge, then the controlling player's board edge must be the one that is chosen. Totally makes sense. Yeah, but yeah. I, I can, cannot, can't it still Here is the Yeah, this is the terrain? issue. You can still ambush into something, in, into a terrain piece that is close to your opponent's board edge. Yeah. That's right. However, there is a counterplay to that. If you move some models, in, uh, even one model, I believe, into that uh, terrain, they can no longer do that. Oh, okay. So you've got I believe that is my is understanding. That, I thought it was um, if you can't fit the warband. Is that it? Is it only if you can't fit? Once they have arrived, the controlling player places the warband fully within any eligible terrain piece on the board. Models deployed in this way may not be placed within the control zones of enemy models. This counts as the Goblin Mercenary's movement for that turn. If the entire warband cannot be placed for any reason, such as there being no eligible terrain pieces, then they may arrive as reinforcements from a board edge of the controlling player's choice instead. So it's only going to be a problem if there's no terrain, and then they've said you can't do it. Which I've seen people so, play with no terrain. Yeah, so, so, what I, so the counterplay is... If there is a train near your board edge, if you can get a couple of models in there so that you're blocking enough space that they can't fit every single one of their models in the warband on there, then they can't put anything down. My, my concern is that we played this scenario on a six foot by four foot board 
there's a significant number of terrain pieces that within the board edge. You cannot. No, sit I totally them. agree. I totally and, and agree. And the way you enter the board edge, it's is an auto win for the scenario, and it's it's a dumb scenario. Potentially, they've got other uh, models in mind. Uh, sorry, other sort of boards in mind. Maybe with not as much terrain on them. Yeah, quite yeah. quite possibly. But it's it's once again, I hope these scenarios get a rework. Yeah, I hope get that's why why they've just done this little cheap do over because it's another one of those ones where oh yeah, here's a way to automatically win the scenario. Yeah, for sure. For like sure. You're playing. You could play potentially a whole gold. Is anyone going to take like a large amount of the mercenaries though? Considering that. It's going to be difficult to get quite a lot of them on at once. Like you can get me different warbands. Yeah, I know. I can only I know. deploy from ambush if there's the captain and he's only leading his mercenaries. Yeah. Yeah, but you could take one mercenary captain with four mercenaries. One mercenary. Yeah, captain I know. With that, four that's what I'm saying. Um, I think they would. I really. I, that's what I would do. The points yeah. are stacked quite heavily into yeah. the captain, so it's not really optimal but, to do that. But like but you've got scenarios you automatically win. Like they like really. Rec- yeah. Reconnoitre yeah. is a hard scenario to to win. And mm. then you've got this way you can just get an auto win on it. You throw nine guys off the board and just play for time, essentially, just yeah. for, for beating up. Domination's pretty nasty as well, Domination. actually. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of them that are scary like this. Honestly, in my my, gun, my Azog's Legion Force, I would happily take a couple small warbands of these guys to get my traps going and all that sort of stuff. Because yep. it, No, it, fair enough, fantastic. fair enough. Yeah, and I can see people taking a lot of them. Right. I, don't, so, I think they're fairly costed. Yeah, yeah, definitely a little bit cheap, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Army lists. We're, all, we're almost there. We're almost there. We're nearly done. The army list section says that army lists in the Hobbit motion picture trilogy there and back again replace those found in the Hobbit and Unexpected Journey rules manual that have the same name. Does this mean they also replace army lists of the same name from the Lord of the Rings source books, such as the White Council? Page 122. No. The new army list will only replace the ones found within the main rules manual. You are still able to use the White Council army list from the Free People's source book for now. Who knows what the future holds? Someone knows what the future holds. It doesn't hold the White Council, I can tell you that. Here, yeah, here's the thing with that. The new White Council, you only get all of their bonus army rules if you only take White Council. If your army is entirely White Council. Whereas the old White Council, that was not the case. You got their rule anyway. Exactly. So yeah, this you just means got it for free. Sort if of. we only choose White Council models that were in the original White Council list, we can still get the benefit. Even if we have allies, correct. Yes, very nice. Yeah. So there's not really any reason to take the newer one, but correct. Uh, you, you want to want... take the new Galadriel, you want to take the new Radagast. Sure, sure, okay. Or the new Saruman. I think by the time or you're the just new... taking a pure yeah. white council, you're not intending to win anyway. Fair enough. Do the army bonuses apply during the scenarios if the force only contains model from one army list? So scenarios, we're talking about the best part of the game. We're talking about the scenarios. This is one of those common sense ones as well. No. Army bonuses are designed to be using points match games, the far inferior version of the game. These scenarios were written without them in mind, as most of the book is. Although, if both players wish to use them, feel free to do so. As it should be. Yeah, no, look, it's you get given your models, you get given any special rules. If they wanted to put them in, they can put them in the special rules. They're not an army list. You don't choose them from an army list in a scenario. No, not there. No, fair enough. Although, although some of them have points versions of them. Like the, some of the old scenarios, you could choose 800 points from this list. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's but future-proofing. That, yeah, again, that would be an instance where you just wouldn't use those yeah, army bonuses. Of course. Yeah. Okay, so we have one final appendix, which I've never seen before in a GW. Well, FAQ. this is from the appendix section of the book. Oh, oh, that explains it. Right. And the light bulb goes off in that. Yes, I'd never, th- I'd never realized that's that. That's the first before. intelligent thing I've said I all thought, episodes. Three hours in, I've finally said something worthwhile. I thought this was another little joke. I still think it is another little joke. The question is: Are Warriors of Dale supposed to have the option for a banner? 
Page 147. Uh, and that question is asked with much desperation, I must tell you. No. The answer is no. Which is stupid, because why do the Hunter Rocks get banners and horns and things like that where they didn't have in the movie? The argument that they don't have in the music, movie is rubbish. So this is... Mm. It, it, I don't think and, it's a good And it's solution. a standing army, whereas yeah. the Hunter Rocks are just a skirmish force. And like, yeah, Hell, I, you've got the militia who get barred as a 12-inch banner and plus one to fight, though. You won't even give a banner to your, your military forces? No. Yeah, yeah. There is no justice for you moment. There is no justice for Dale. Yep. So when we get the Dale supplement, I hope that changes. Do you believe there might be an error in the FAQs? No, they're just messing with us. No, they've deliberately done that to say that they're still in control. A lot of people have been asking for for banners, and and we've said this argument. A lot of other people said the same argument, whether they got it from us, whether they got it from someone else, who knows. But a lot of people have wanted to put banners in Dale. The funny thing is we had counts as Dale models in the original Return of the King mm-hmm. rulebook. You had Warriors of Rovanion, which were Warriors of Dale, and they specifically had banners in the scenarios. So I've converted up my models to have two banners so I can play those scenarios, but I can't use them in the Hobbit era. And I, they're, they're great models, and I'm, I can use them if I make them as Numenor, but I don't get the army bonuses. I don't really care about that shooting. It's okay, but it's not. I'd rather take the banners. But what you've got here is, at the moment, the Dale army is an incomplete army. It's not a full army. It's a and it's, it's a warband. Probably the only Hobbit army that is an incomplete army at the moment. I'd say some people have been arguing that the um, uh, the Erebor ones and the Grimhammers are not a complete army compared to what? the Iron Hills, which I disagree with. They, no, they totally are. They've been compared to Numenor, um, and I think it's partly because they're an earlier army, like they're designed for an earlier time. But they've got double the troop options as Numenor, and they they play very well together. So I've got no problem with those ones. Yeah, yeah. And they've got banners on both troop. Yeah. No, I. And we got good fine. army rule special. Yeah, exactly. Stuff, yeah, I, well. I do think this is meant to be a bit of an ongoing joke and a talk about the community, but I, I think if it is a joke, it's a cruel one because yeah, it's a bit harsh, really, isn't it? It's this, like, this is an army that people actually want to play. Yeah, and you've got plastic models and they're very nice models, but they're vastly inferior to the the Lake Town at the moment. Mm. I hope that changes in the future, and I think it will. Maybe, uh, maybe the joke's all on us, and they'll bring it out within the next month or so. Yeah, <laughs> may, may, maybe in, that would be fine. Maybe I think. in two weeks' time, we get a new book that is. Set set sometime. I would yeah. love to get a War of the Ring version of the Dale Army and have it cross over, so we could do Ooh, some of the yeah. ones like King Brand and some of the other guys. Yeah, that would be, be cool really else. good. Yeah. So, fingers crossed. It may or may not happen. I, I'm wish listing at this point in time, but I think it's very odd that they don't include that. And I think a lot of people agree with me. It's also a sad way to end the FAQs. Yeah, I think there's like overall from these newest FAQs, there's been a lot of positives. There's been a lot of, you know, they're obviously listening to what the community is saying and they're addressing a lot of things. There are still issues. Some of these rulings we don't really understand and we don't get why they would go that way. I think the pike and crossbow one is the biggest one because it's just like I have no, I, I it's unfathomable, unfathomable I think it's to peer me. pressure. I, I think yeah, it's straight up peer yeah. pressure. E- even then, I don't understand. Yeah, what What is the pressure there? Fold to the peer pressure. With, oh, with Dale. Um, Dale. Which much more people are, are concerned I, about. I think something's in the works Might even be different rules so. writers doing the FAQ. No, no, I, I think it is, I, I, overall. I, I suspect that, and this is I've talked to Matt about this, and he's accused me of wishlisting, and it absolutely is. I would predict if there was going to be a Hobbit supplement, I think Dale is the prime target for it. Because yes. it's got some rich background and an army list with nothing in it at the moment. How easy would it be to have a couple more heroes, a Royal Guard-type troop, maybe a cavalry option, or a... Um, a windland to normal troops instead of just a hero or whatever you could easily oh, yeah, yeah. expand it out there's plenty to expand with for sure yeah anyway 
we come to the end of another episode. Thank you for listening, everyone. And remember, traps win games. Thank you for listening to the Green Dragon Podcast. Please be advised that the Green Dragon Podcast is not suitable for children, the elderly, pregnant women, those with a history of heart conditions, or anyone expecting to receive worthwhile advice. You can contact us on thegreendragonpodcasts at gmail.com. Yes, it has an S at the end. Or our Facebook page, The Green Dragon Podcast. We do not claim ownership of any works based on J.R.R. Tolkien, New Line Cinema, Warner Brothers, or Games Workshop. This podcast is purely for entertainment. The thoughts, as rare as they are, are solely that of our hosts and guests. Farewell, listener, until we meet again.